from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. I've been trying to listen to more podcasts. Welcome to the show, by the way. Those of you who have been listening to every show, all nine to 12 of you, I appreciate it. I've been trying to listen to more podcasts because I think it's good karma. I know I was talking earlier on in this podcast, uh, earlier episodes about how I'm not like a big podcaster. I'm not big into listening to podcasts. So I've been trying hard. I've been trying hard to listen to more podcasts. And I've been listening to... Uh, a bunch of different podcasts now, including The Bar is Low with Mike and Mo, which is a podcast that is done here in New Milford, Connecticut, where I am in the studio that I record in, Mike Fu Media. And one of the topics that I wanted to talk about today I thought was a good tie-in for the guy who owns Mike Fu Media and who is also on the podcast, The Bar is Low with Mike and Mo, Mike with a Y, not Mike with a normal way it's spelled, is Mike Furman. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure why I brought you on on this topic. I feel like that you should have some experience in your background (laughs) or you should be some authority on this topic. Is that at all true? Am I an authority on this topic? Yeah. I mean, I've been doing audio recording for a long time. No, not the audio recording, and the topic for the podcast. What podcast? Oh, the podcast What, what, topic what do tonight. I hear for? I did not unveil you need to explain the podcast. Okay. The podcast topic <laughs> is brands on social media. Oh, yeah. That's all me. So I'm going to start with this. Okay. I used to be the marketing director at a Nissan store, right? And we, on our Facebook page, posted a beautiful picture of a 2019 Nissan Titan. It is badass. It is a nice truck, right? Uh huh. And this guy, Edmund writes, just writes in the comments, shitbox. Ooh. That's it. Just shitbox. That's rude. So I, yeah, right. So I'm looking at it on my phone in the morning. I'm getting ready and I'm thinking about it on the way to work. And I'm like, I'm going to write back like a smart ass, but like, not like a, not like a dickish. Give him some wit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, hello, Edwin. Thank you for the feedback on the Nissan Titan. We can only assume you're talking about cat litter. If you wanted to use the truck that way, you could fit 49 and a half cubic feet of cat litter in the bed. Very nice. We hope this helps. Have a great week. Very nice. Thank you. And now, of course, Edmund did not get back to me at all. I was hoping for a comeback. Nah. We could go back and forth and he didn't get back to me. Nah. So the things that I could have done there was deleted or hidden the comment, which I've always been that's against. Never, that's never a good idea. No. Don't do you, that. You could have written, I could have written something back like, you know, like just kind of generic. Uh, or something clever, which I thought is what we ended up doing. Yeah, yeah. I'd but, say. and I like that when brands act that way on social media. But I think the example I wanted to talk to you about mostly was Wendy's. Wendy, right? I was just going to yeah. say Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's does it the best, right? They get the, the, the other websites write articles about Wendy's, you know, savagery on social media. Yeah. And so, what I'm wondering is. Like, is it worth it? Is, is it benefit Wendy's? Like, like you and I are a bad example because we're like in the media advertising world, right? So I think it's clever. I know they've got a, a, an agency that probably just handles their social media. Or an intern. Or an intern. You think it could be an intern? <laughs> it, it, it could just be a witty college freshman who knows how to do the social medias. Is it good for the brand, though? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, yeah, because people are talking about it and no press is bad press. And I mean, you know, the other thing to think about is are people really going to go to Wendy's or stop going to Wendy's 
based off of their behavior on Twitter? And the answer is most likely no. Right. I would say in 99.9% cases, you know, if someone wants that Jake Bacon Jr. cheeseburger, they're going to go get the Bacon Jr. cheeseburger. I go to Wendy's because the spicy chicken. I like the, the spicy, spicy chicken. chicken's good there yeah. too. Yeah. And the Junior Baconator is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. <laughs> be that as it may, <laughs> I don't think that they're, uh, you know, trolling people and, and retorting, uh, if you will, on social media uh, can have a negative effect at all, you know, unless it crosses into the political right. s- spectrum, which obviously they're smart to avoid. Um, because once you do that, then people get really triggered. But, you know, when it's going after uh, someone who is trying to troll their account or going after a rival, Burger King, for example. Mm-hmm. I know they've gone after Burger King a few times. It's um, uh, th- there, There's nothing bad that can really come out of that, in my opinion. I like when people do try and interact with Wendy's. Like People, people want to get burned by Wendy's they on do. social media, right? Yeah. So like this guy writes, Wendy's, if you were stranded on an island and had to choose one food, would it be Burger King or McDonald's? And uh-huh. Wendy says, if we're stranded on an island, how would the food get there? Like that's a, that's a good answer, well, right? McDonald's has delivery now, so do they really? Yeah, how did I know that? Well, you're not paying attention to their marketing. Like this guy goes, <laughs> I want I want to go to Wendy's, but I don't want to drive. Wendy's, come pick me up. And uh-huh. the guy and Wendy's writes back, restaurants don't drive cars. True. Clever things like that. People go out of their way to do that. But if you look at like Wendy's, like I don't want to say typical, yeah. but like if you look at Wendy's regular. You know, the posts that they post that they generate when they're not burning people, they're still pretty clever. Yeah. They talk in the like the vernacular like they'll be like, um, uh, you know, if you want this, you know, slide into our DM. And, you know, like that's what the kids say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the good thing with Wendy's is that they maintain a very consistent brand voice. And that brand is or that voice rather is that of a college or high school aged uh, social media kid, yeah, right. I mean, slide into our DMs. That's yeah, obviously that that that's just par for the course on uh, on social media these days. So the uh, you know them being able to relate to the kids again, I don't think it's going to really translate into uh, whether or not they actually make any sales, right? But it's at least maintaining a consistent brand voice, which is obviously helpful and like you said people are blogging and writing articles about them so how can that be bad yeah we're talking about it and that's huge we're promotion about, there's oh, like at absolutely. least 14 people gonna hear and we do have a wendy's in our hometown in our town now we have one here now so that's cool yeah have you gone to it though the drive through is a little weird you have to like yeah. drive no, around no. the building you go in. and then it's super narrow you go inside that wendy's and they do do the regular promotion like they gotta you know also frosty is 50 cents right now i don't know why they don't need to promote frosty 50 I'm sold. cent frosty yeah i'm sold huh. on i'm sold on that but but that's another thing. I'm not going to go out of my way to save 50 cents on a Frosty. If I want a Frosty and it happens to be 50 cents when I walk in the door, there yeah, you go. Yeah, right. They can yeah. tweet about it all they want. That's not going to get me in the door. You mentioned politics before. What do you yeah. think other things that brands... Like, there was a, um, a horrible tragedy that happened, right? And I had a friend on Facebook who was on their honeymoon, like, in the Caribbean. Uh-huh. And so they're posting, like, funny pictures of the Caribbean and pictures of them on the beach and like we're loving life and everything's great like unaware of unaware this horrible of tragedy that happened yeah. someone was like hey dude listen uh the world is ending you might want to like keep it quiet yeah and i always thought that brands should follow that like okay something bad happened like a terrorist attack something bad happened uh-huh. everybody should 
unschedule their scheduled brand posts, their regular posts, right? And like go dark for a little while. Do you think that brands should do that? Oh, absolutely. So when I was um, at Comedy Central, there were actually a couple of instances because obviously the Comedy Central brand on Twitter is uh, <laughs> it's 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 definitely not appropriate to be tweeting during a tragedy right yeah. in, in most cases so there were several times where we actually did go straight into blackout mode um and uh you know anything that was scheduled we would pull it down any activations this and yeah. that you know it would obviously come down and then and then typically the daily show or stephen colbert would lead the way back in um, right, because yeah. you know obviously those guys were in a, a more appropriate position than um daniel tosh or you know any other of the dozen shows that just make piss and fart jokes right, all the time right, yeah so uh yeah it's it's definitely the social media blackout is is an absolute necessary for many brands because you know if if you seem too insensitive or start tweeting stuff too soon then that's going to be a turnoff and that will mm. turn people away from being a customer I also think the same could be said for brand for uh, either like a very holy holiday like Christmas or Easter or not that you shouldn't post on those days, but like, uh, like uh, how about a happy Memorial Day, right? There's a, we had an internal discussion. Happy Memorial Day. Not not such a happy holiday. We used to have discussions about that internally. Like, oh, we got to make sure all of our sites and all of our social media channels are ready for Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. And I was like. I'm like, I don't know about that. How about like we are closed for Memorial Day in order to honor the, you know, whatever right. wording instead of instead of making Day. it like, uh, you know, like about barbecues a promotion and swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't, I, I can't stand that. I mean, like, and you worked in the car industry and obviously like Veterans Day and things like that. Like there, there Those are big sale weekends, big sales and big promotions, um, you know. That's okay because people are out and they don't have to work and they're looking for things to do. I'm okay with it in that instance. But yeah, when you go out there to say happy Memorial Day yeah, on social media, happy. hey, happy 9-11, everybody. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, come on, right? Yeah. What are other things do you think? Like, okay, so you got to avoid politics. Everybody knows. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, Wendy's and Nissan and, uh, you know, name the brand should not be talking about the, what's going on with the president or should not be talking about... The election, right. in my opinion. Right. What else should you avoid? Religion. Religion, right? political incorrectness, just things that are going to make a, a, a large number of people upset. You want to alienate a whole group. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's 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 sad to say that taking a stand uh, can actually you know be detrimental uh, to your bottom line, but it, it definitely can be. And it goes both ways. I mean, look at Chick-fil-A. I'm sure they lost a ton of customers Chick-fil-A is kind of tough because it's like, you know, people love their chicken, but then they also love LGBTQ rights. And what do you do? So a lot of people have had that internal battle, but they actually have uh, have lost some customers. But then there's also those customers. Yeah, I'm going to rally around their cause. And so it's it's just it's it's honestly, I always just say just stay the course on that middle line, don't yeah. stray too far from it and you'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's good advice too. Like, I think the same, because it's easy to be tempted to post something like that. If that, if you're the social media person at a, at a dealership uh-huh. and you're responsible for it, 
you like my old boss at my old job used to always say, and not in a negative way, but he would say, I could always tell if it was a post that I wrote or a post that somebody on my staff wrote yeah. based on the way that I, I write the way I speak. Okay. So like yeah. anything I write, whether it would be a social media post or a TV commercial or a radio spot, or if I'm writing a speech for someone at work, like it was a, it's the way I talk. Like I write the way but I talk. But that's your voice. That's not the brand voice. Right. Exactly. So that's that's part of the, that's part right. of the issue. But then I'm like, well, is the brand voice my voice anyway? Like, screw it. I'm the marketing guy. Like, right? what is the brand voice? Yeah. But it's hard to it's hard to tell. Like, you almost have to make that decision as the company, like my Nissan store. Like, okay, what is our voice? Who are we talking to? What are we going to say? And then we have to stick to that no matter who, whether it's a, a director, somebody at an intern level, a graphic designer, our agency making a post on our behalf. Like, they all have to be the same. It all has to be like it's coming from the brand, yeah. not a certain person. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's a, uh, there's a very good example um, of that. There's a, a, a startup company called Ownable, okay. which I believe they're down in the Philadelphia or DC area. I think they're out of Philly. Um, and it's basically a, uh, uh, forgive me if I get this wrong, if you ownable folks are listening to this, um, <laughs> that it's a, 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 a rent to own, a digital rent to own type platform. So you can, you know, uh, rent to own an Xbox or, uh, you know, something and pay it off pretty quickly and blah, 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 get gifts for people on Christmas when you can't afford it, yada, yada, yada. Um, they, like rent a center. Yeah. Except for electronics. Yeah, kind of. Sure. All right. Um, But they, um, a lot of times, will get criticism on, uh, not because of their products or because of their service, but just because of what their company is. And people are like, oh, you're taking advantage of poor people and this and that. It's actually cheaper to buy an Xbox through them than it is using a credit card, paying your interest there. Mm -hmm. Um, They they respond to every single one of these haters and they do such a good job of it. And it's so smart and witty yet still factual, but they've, they've had this brand voice from day one when there were like no followers before they probably even made a, a, a single sale. So, you know, establishing right. that upfront and then continuing it and then expanding upon it. But it always comes back to what that voice is. So long story short, to answer your question, I really think it is that you got to come up with what your angle is going to be and then just run with it rather than, you know, going back and forth. You think Wendy's uses an agency or they have an internal person or a team or an intern team or like, I wonder, cause I'm I curious now. They're, 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 they're a big company that's been around for a while. And when that happens, they usually do things the old fashioned way, which is right. the agency world. So, right. you know, typically I would think that I would like to think that it's just like, Oh, Bob's kid is uh, graduating right. from high school and doesn't have the grades to go to college, but he's always on social media. Let's give him a job. And yeah, all right. of a sudden, Bob's kid is going viral. So, you know. Yeah, Bob's kid makes $200,000 a year and uh, posts Facebook posts hey, and if, Twitter. If, on. If, <laughs> if there's a position for two hundred k a year for just tweeting, uh, sign uh, me up. Uh, did you, when you were at Comedy Central, yeah. what, you worked on a show, right? At Midnight with Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's funny. And, Didn't he host uh, a show with the balls that dropped and the money? Yes, on NBC. Yeah, yeah The Wall. Yeah, that okay, was called. Yeah. yeah. Now Chris is a, a a great guy, and he actually started a company called Nerdist. Um, okay, I've heard of that. 
And so that was his nickname, which then he turned into a whole media empire. And it's basically, yeah, it's nerd culture, comics, you know, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, any of that kind of stuff, Star Wars, you know, the, the whole thing. Um, and the show that I worked on, it was, it was all predicated on social media because he is just a social media machine mm-hmm. on Instagram and, and Twitter especially. Um, so, yeah, the show that we did, it was, it was basically a, a comedy game show that all of the source material was pulled straight off of the Internet. Um, yeah. And it was perfect for the digital age. And I was very sad to see that Comedy Central didn't pick it up after, I think, its fifth or sixth yeah, season. Sucks. Yeah. But, you know, I was already gone. So I'm attributing the fact that I wasn't there anymore. Yeah, most likely. To, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's probably what happened. Absolutely. Um, and I'll just put it out there. The Emmy Award I won for that show was for best use of social media in television. So we had the best social media yeah. in all of TV. I saw that picture. Which is why I'm here. You with your Emmy and your... That, that is why you're here. Thank yeah. you at the end for for completing the question, why did I have you here? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, before I let you go... And start with that part at be, the beginning yeah, of the Yeah, I'll just edit that up. There you go. Before I let you go, uh, I do my podcast from your studio, Mike, yeah. Mike Foo Media. Mike Foo Media. At your Mike Foo Media Podcast Studio, LLC Plus. Sure. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Here in downtown New Milford. Yeah. Uh, we need... I think this is a great place to record a podcast because as a former broadcaster, Uh the thing that bothers me the most about podcasts or radio shows or whatever is if they've got crappy quality. Yeah. Like I don't like when you hear, uh, you know, someone's TV in the background or their animal or it's all echoey or they get somebody on the line. They're like, hello, hello, people dropping uh, things on the table like I was doing. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey man, how's the weather out there? Oh, it's good. How's your weather? You want to get started? Oh no, we're already recording. Like that shit drives me. Now I got to put the explicit thing next to the drives me nuts. So that's that's why I wanted to find a studio. Yeah. And so this studio is perfect for that. So how do people, if they're listening and they're within a reasonable geographical area of where we are in New Milford, Connecticut, like what can they do here? Why should they do it? And how do they do it? Yeah. um, So, you know, our website is Mike Foo Studio. I'm sorry. Wow. That's real good. Let's edit this one out. Maybe you need to hire a marketing (laughs) person. So our uh, our website is mikefoomedia.com. That's Mike with a Y, M-Y-K-E-F-O-O-M-E-D-I-A, mikefoomedia.com. Uh, and yeah, you know, uh, like you were saying, there is you know, podcasts are absolutely blowing up right now. And I actually come from the the video world, mm-hmm. um, but I have a I've always had an interest in sound. I actually took a minor in college in sound design and, and audio engineering. Um, and you know, I've, uh, been getting into doing podcasts and they're blowing up and more people are doing podcasts, but all of them that I heard locally were, you know, done in closets or basements or garages and there's echoes and there's parrots and there's traffic outside and there's this and that. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to get a, a small office space, make one of the rooms into a podcast studio, get some mics, get some equipment. And uh, I don't think it sounds all that bad here. No, I like it. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Um, you have the good microphone today. I do. You have the good microphone. But I'm so, very picky. Yeah, but I'm, uh, uh, yeah, yes, you are. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's convenient. Yeah. Um, it's uh, we're small business, local business, family owned. I'm, I own it, and I have a family, so let's call it family owned family business, owned, right? Family owned and operated. Yeah. Hey, why not? Since um, 2018. 2017. 2017 is, is when we uh, we established. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know the 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 best part is we don't break the bank because, like you said, if you go to a a, a, a radio studio, they're probably going to charge you what 
100 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah, definitely. Something, something ridiculous. Because radio stations need to make money somehow, and that's just that's, another way that, they yeah, can do it. Ex- yeah, exactly. But you come in here, and, uh, you know, for for renting an hour, including all of our equipment and everything, you bring in your own laptop. It's 39 bucks. Yeah. I'm rounding up to 40 for you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Wait, what? I was yeah. going to say, I appreciate you giving it to me on trade, but apparently that's not happening. Yeah, Do I have a tab or something? Yeah, I, I, got, a tab, yeah, I, I haven't actually given you any actual money yet. Well. But yeah, you can get people in here. <laughs> so what if they're a new podcaster and they don't know how to like, like I got my laptop with Adobe Audition, but... That was yeah. what I did for 15 years. Right, what if right. you got somebody who wants to do a podcast about uh, drywall and they're the expert in the area on drywall yeah. and they want to podcast to other construction people, which by the way, I think is, I'm not making fun of it. That's a great idea. That's no, a great idea. And the thing with podcasting is that these little niche ideas are the best podcasts out yeah. there. You want to be specific because that's why people listen to podcasts. If you just want to listen to two guys BSing, you listen to FM radio, Yeah, right? Uh, right. if, if you want to listen to specific topics, automotive marketing, boom, boom. perfect niche. You're not going to get millions of people listening to no. it. Maybe. I don't know. After they hear I'm on it, maybe. Who yeah, knows? definitely. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, it, 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 so if somebody wants to start their own podcast, it's, it's, it's quite simple once you know how. So either I tell people, come on in here, we'll meet, we'll record. Um, you can actually hire us to manage all of the distribution, creation of social media profiles, all the marketing and advertising as well. Um, or you can just come in with your laptop. We set you up and kind of let you go into the world. Um, and we're also uh, going to start doing some workshops. So if, if you think, oh, I want to get into this, but I don't know how, we're going to have uh, you know full day workshops. going to cost maybe 100 bucks. You come in. You learn everything from the difference of different microphones, of the, uh, you know, what reverb is, what equalizers do, all that kind of stuff. And then also the distribution side of things, which is tough because a lot of people don't know that it's very easy to get a small podcast onto iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, radio Radio.com. I could keep going. Yeah. Libsyn. There's a, there's a million of them. I could keep going. SoundCloud. Well, that's, that's enough. That's All right. That's, that was 10. Will it be food, craft services at the seminar? <laughs> <laughs> Only for the people who pay a buck 25. Oh, all right. Um, all no, right. honestly, it is just an idea um, that we've been toying with. But yeah, you think it's a good idea. A lot of people think it's a good idea. Yeah. And then um, once they see what we have to offer, who knows? Maybe they'll actually keep coming back here rather than um, just doing it in their closet. But, you know, if they want to just do it in their closet and they're happy with that, then, you know, I'm going to teach them how to get a, a, a small studio in their closet for them to make their own show at home. Yeah, the equipment they need, how they can make it sound good, and right, and then, or like you said, I like the idea that you have it set up here where the the wiring can it runs into your next room here in your right. studio, and then the whole engineering can happen somewhere else. Like I think that's cool too. Right, right. I mean that we, appeals to me just because of just I can do it. Yeah, but like it's time consuming. Yeah, I mean we're set up to record full bands here. Yeah, that's like, cool. We we have a full professional Pro Tools rig. We also do uh, video commercials. I mean, the, like I said, videos and and commercial uh, advertising and viral videos has actually been my. Uh, uh, I guess calling card for the last 10 years. I mean, not many people win Emmy awards for viral videos. And yeah, here no. I am with three of them. Yeah. So, you know, where are they? You should have them up hum- in here. humble brag. I'm bringing them. I'm bringing them. Oh, in. You but I got my Webby awards, awards in the other room for Futurama and Tosh.0. Nice. And the roast of James Franco. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was a good one, that right? That was, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, anything digital marketing, digital content. I am here and ready to serve. It's Mike Foo Media. Mike Foo Media.com. Mike with a Y. That's right. Got it. All right, dude. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. This is fun. Another podcast of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson coming up 
in two weeks ish. Ish. Yeah. In the meantime, you should listen to the bar is low. I didn't say you could plug with, your own with, podcast. I, 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 I said I, I, you could plug your business. Listen. Can I talk? Don't need, yeah, fine. I don't need All right, so they should listen to The Bar is Low with Mike and Mo, and you can find that on iTunes, oh, Google geez. Play, Spotify, Stitcher. No, and, uh, but, it's good. I listen to it. You should listen to it. Yeah, but then there's also the other podcast I do, the Olympian one. That's good. I listen to that one, yeah, too. Yeah, it's called What Were You Thinking? And basically, I'm just talking to a bunch of world-class gold medal winning Olympians and finding out what they were thinking at different times in their life. So these are all shows that I make right here in my own studio. That'd be weird if I rented another studio to do my That'd own shows. But yeah. Um, and there you go. Nice. I'm done with my own commercial. Good plug. Good job. Yes. Yeah, so this has been Mike Fu Media, <laughs> mostly Mike Fu Media marketing uh, with our guest, Matt Carey. Oh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. We'll have you back anytime. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.